Hello and welcome again to another great episode of NCC Audio. And today we're going to have a special episode. And I'm going to describe a little bit about myself and my journey just so you all can get to know who is this Nicholas Carlton Chamberlain, hence the NCC Audio. NC- wait, <gasps> NCC stands for Nicholas Carlton Chamberlain Audio? Uh Oh, wait. Who's this? And I have another special guest. His name is Brandon Manderson. Hello. Hey, hey Brandon. Welcome. Hey, hey Nick. I'm so excited and to learn more about you. I, I, as long as I've known you, I've never known anything about you. I know, that's true. I haven't talked to you about anything about myself, because that's what guys do. They just talk about other things and, and not we themselves. Grunt. <laughs> <laughs> and we laugh and stuff. Ho, ho, ho. Okay. Eat steak. Yes, we do that. And yes, so my name is Nicholas Carlton Chamberlain. My parents um, blessed me with that name. And I used the, you know, the N for Nick, C for Carlton, and C for Chamberlain to name my little podcast, my little slog, my little company that I'm starting. So, and it turns out to be NCC Audio. NCC Audio. So NCC is Nicholas Carlton Chamberlain Audio. Uh, Well, just minus the audio. Oh, audio is not what? part of your name? No, it's not. Oh, uh, I thought your full name was Nicholas Carlton Chamberlain, Chamberlain Audio. audio. <laughs> I, that It was super confusing. Okay. okay. Revelations already so, starting. Revelations. Here we go, everyone. We're going to learn more and more about me each minute of this episode. Cool. Okay, I'm great. excited. Let's hear it. So let's start at the very, very, very beginning. 1852. On May 20th, 1991, I was birthed in Edmond, Oklahoma. And so apparently I was born in Oklahoma. Were you really? Yeah. You didn't tell me that. No I asked you this. earlier that you, where you were born and you didn't tell me. Uh, yes. You knew. You were I holding knew the whole on. time. Yeah. And then about a year later, we moved to Austin, Texas. And then a couple of years later to Plano, Texas. And then a few years after that, we moved to Katy, Texas. Wow. You lived in Plano, Texas? I did. For from uh, preschool to fifth grade. Oh. So like six or seven years. And they have a minor league baseball team out there, right? Wow. I'm sure they do. Oh, okay. And they also have high schools and middle schools. And oh, Are you kidding me? They have high schools and middle yes, schools? Yes, I would have went to one of the high schools and middle schools, but instead I just went to the elementary school, but sadly, which is funny. Oh, I went yeah. to Houston Elementary, and then as soon as I left Houston Elementary, I moved to Houston, Texas. Wow. Spelt differently, but sounds the same. How do they spell it differently? H-E-W-G-H-S-T-O-N. Houston. <laughs> that would have been a fun one. So, yeah, those were a little bit of my formative years growing up. Okay. And so then I spent my, you know, my middle school and high school years in Katy, Texas. Oh, Katy. You know, just growing and learning and being awkward and shy, but still making friends eventually. Yeah, so you so you did a lot of your growing up in Katy. Yeah, from everything that I truly remember. Yeah, growing up is weird because, like, you think you grow up in mm-hmm. elementary school yeah. through middle school. You're like, oh, yeah, but I think the real years you grow up are, like, middle school through the end of high school. And then, like, you really grow up when you're, like, mm-hmm. 18 to, to, like, 22, yeah. 23. That's, whoa. At least whoa. that's as long as I've been around. So that's <laughs> what I, I'm still growing up. It's so someone's, like, 40 years old. Yeah. Nah, bro, you actually grow up when you're 30 to 40. Yeah. All right, so... um. Let's just get back to it, just talking about, you know, where I grew up. Yeah. And so, but then growing up, what did I do, right? 
I was really into skateboarding and drumming, right? I got my first drum set when I was in fourth grade, and then I started skateboarding, I think, in fourth grade also. Mm -hmm. So throughout the years, I was, you know, practicing drumming and skateboarding. And then at one point in my life, I had to decide, do I want to focus more on my skateboarding or my drumming? Oh, okay. Right? Mm -hmm. And then I realized that I wasn't progressing in my skateboarding career. Yeah. And so then, but I was progressing a little more in my drumming career. So I just made skateboarding more of a hobby. Mm -hmm. I made drumming more of something I really wanted to get into and become better at. And so throughout junior high, I was in the percussion section. And then in high school, I was in percussion. And then that's when I started drumline as well. And so I was part of the snare line for all four years throughout my high school. And so that was a lot of fun. And But then I was still always more interested in the drum set. And so I was looking for different bands to be a part of in high school. And so eventually I was a part of a couple bands. So I started off playing in this band called Countercurrent. And I've heard about them before. And so it was a... It was an honor to play for them, and it was a lot of fun. So that, and I grew, I grew up in throughout high school with these guys. They became my best friends. What kind of music did you guys play? Um, punk rock, um, rock, pop rock. Just you know, a lot of guitar solos, heavy, fast. Pop rocks. Yeah, yeah. it was a lot of fun. And so you know, we um, we had a couple of demos. We went to the recording studio, and that's when I was first introduced to someone actually recording and capturing music professionally. But before, we had one microphone in our living room, and we just hit replay on this little recorder to record our song so we could go back and listen to it. But even at this point in my life, I had no idea that I would be getting myself into a professional audio career. Mm -hmm. So we're not there yet. Right now, I'm still thinking I'm going to be a professional drum set player, right? Am I still going to be a professional drum set player growing up? I don't know. We'll find out in the next 20 years or so. Yeah. <laughs> you, Nick, Nick played the drums for me the other day. I had to force him to. Like, yeah. Like, I haven't played them in two years. So I was nervous. Physically, I had to force him to. I had to bring <laughs> him into the, in, in our office here at work, Fizzle. he keeps his drum set. Yeah, and our president's In our president's office. office. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I luck out there. And Nick, I, we made him play him. And it yeah, was cool. He played us a little jazzy beat. A and little then, jazz with the brushes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I gone, I've gone a long way from pop, pop rock, but I still do pop rocks. Yeah, music. and pop right. rocks, that, that, I believe that brings us to, to our, our sponsor, sponsor for the episode, Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Today's the day where you can eat your tarts and have them pop, Pop-Tarts. Thank you, Pop Rocks, for turning into Pop-Tarts. Amen. Amen. Again, all right, so where was I? So I was talking about high school and drumline and playing the drum set. Mm -hmm. And then I was talking about the different bands I was in, right? Yeah. So Countercurrent, the the guys moved to college. Oh. And so half the band broke up. And then the other half of the band, it was me and my good friend, uh, Michael uh, Bauer. We started a band called Red Licks. So he was on guitar. I was on the drums. So that was a lot of fun. We also played around in different venues throughout the Houston area. And um, I have a couple of recordings on a video camera, but no good solid recordings. It makes me kind of sad. Mm. Mm. And then I was also a part of another band called Proto Stereo. So every, you can go Google these things. They're probably out there on the internet, interwebs. You put all these out on the internet? Yeah. Uh, at one point in our lives, we did. That's cool. I'll probably find some music and post it on my blog. Yeah, you that should. That should be pretty cool. You should do a whole blog about your old music. Old Houston music. 
Old, old Houston rock. H-Town rock. Yeah. And so high school is coming to an end, and I had to go to college. And when you go to college, you have to pick a career path right away. So I was like, what do I want to do? I'm in music. I do music, so I might as well pick music, right? And so I go to Texas State University in San Marcos, Texas, and I enter into the music program. And you have to decide, do you want to become a music performance major or a music education major? And throughout the first two years in the music program, I never really could decide because if you go the education route, they train you to become a music ed teacher or a band director. And if you, if you go the performance route, you are trained to play in a symphony orchestra. And those two options I was not thrilled with doing for the rest of my life. And so I had a a little breakdown with my teacher, a life breakdown. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And she was very helpful. Uh, she got me into contact with the sound recording and technology program at Texas State. Now, I've heard of the program. It sounded super cool. It was downtown. It was an old fire station that they converted into a recording what? studio. It was like, it was a super dope place. That's super sick. But I heard they only accept 15 kids a semester. So I was thinking there's no way they would accept me. So I didn't even want to try to go that route. But she really pushed me to do it. And then it was kind of crazy. You know, I had this little breakdown. What do I do with my life? I want to say it was on a Monday, right? And then the deadline to submit your name to be entered into the school, the sound recording technology program, was that Wednesday. So I got my three letters of rec, and I got, you know, I had my private lesson teacher write up a good letter of recommendation. I submitted everything on Wednesday, the deadline day, and I get an email back saying, you've been approved for an interview in the program. And then the next week, uh, I had the interview, and they were just asking me, so, do you have any experience with sound recording? And then I was like, I've been in a few studios playing the drums. and the devil. I dabble a bit. I have GarageBand on my (laughs) MacBook. And so I didn't feel too confident after the interview, but I guess they saw something in me. I don't know. So they they accepted me. And so I got into the sound recording technology program at Texas State. And then it was just life started happening really quickly after that point, right? Mm -hmm. So I was a junior going into a freshman course, and then the director of the program said, well, we got to get you out of here in a couple of years. So, you know, we can't go through a whole another four years. So I did a four to five year program in a three and a half years. So I learned a ton of stuff in three and a half years. And then I was able to accomplish all of the goals and pass all the tests. And then I graduated college, right? Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Diploma. Woo! I got the diploma. And then I was like, I just barely scratched the surface. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to learn what I was taught. Didn't get a full grasp or full understanding of it, right? Right. But what was your degree in? Your de- My degree was a Bachelor of Sci- Science in Sound Recording and Technology. Right. And so all the cla- half of the classes dealt with being in the recording studio, learning how that equipment works, being in science classes, learning how um, sound acoustics work, and have to, I had to be in physics and extra physics and pre-cal to learn how the math and science works with sound and i also had to take some computer classes to learn how computer works so i can understand how digital audio workstations work right daws daws then wow yep 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 okay so that brings you to post-college nick what are you doing with your life is your question right yes so i took three not three years i took three months off of 
studying and working. I just went back home and I sat for three months trying to figure, you know, just relaxing. I spent 18 years of my life or whatever, you know, from elementary school, junior high, high school, four and a half years of college. And I was like, okay, can I take three and a half months to just relax? You know, we've been (laughs) studying and learning for our whole entire lives. Yeah. And then after that, you know, quickly after that, I was like, okay, I need to do something with my life, right? And so I asked the recording studio that I interned at. It was called Stormy Cooper Media. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I started doing some part-time um, audio assistant engineering work there, which was a lot of fun. And I made a couple of huge mistakes there doing some live sound things for a wedding. Yep, that, that haunts, that haunts me once a week. Once but, a week? <laughs> I don't know. I still think about it every now and then. Nick, you've got Not bigger once things. A week. I do have bigger things to worry about. Way <laughs> worry bigger about things. Than things that have happened in the past. Yeah. So I learn and grow from those things as we all do from our past mistakes. And so moving forward a little bit, I also had a girlfriend at the time named Martha Cavazos. That's weird. I don't know any Martha Cavazos. I know you don't, which is kind of funny. <laughs> and so we've been dating for a few months, and it was coming up to the time after dating, you have to pick, you have to make a decision. Do I want to marry this woman, or do I want to find someone else to marry and so after, you know, dating, I decided I want to marry this woman. And then I was like, well, if I want to marry her, I need a full-time job because the current place wasn't offering full-time employment. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound kind of funny, right? So once I decided to find a full-time job, I made my full-time job looking for a full-time job. So that's why I was getting all tied-tongued with my words right then. Do you oh, follow me? I follow so you. So your full-time job, job was, was looking, looking for a full-time, full-time job. job. <laughs> okay. So what you were spending majority of your time doing was looking for a full-time job. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that with oh, okay. useful that words. Oh, okay. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun. And flashback. Like <laughs> <laughs> Word puzzle. <laughs> Let's do a little flashback, a little uh, derailing off of that point. I was also doing an, some intern work at this um, this guy's house called Art House Sound, and I was just fixing up audio for movies. Wow. So that was fun, or very low-budget films. Nice. Let's just say that. Wow. Back on track. Still higher budget than anything I've ever made. Yep. So. <laughs> I found a job opening at this place called Catholic Answers, except it was in San Diego, and I was in Houston, Texas, and my girlfriend at the time was in San Marcos, Texas, still going to school. So I thought that was a horrible idea to apply to that job, but Martha said, no, just apply. So I applied, and then it was about two to three weeks later, I get a call back. So, you know, I've been applying to hundreds of jobs over the past two months, and then I received a call. Hello, uh, is this Nick Chamberlain? I was just wondering if you're still interested in the job. I was like, yes, I am very interested. Can you please (laughs) explain a little bit more about this job? (laughs) And so we had a good conversation. And a a week later, I had a two-hour Skype interview with uh, Darren, my boss, and um, uh, his name's Patrick Hoffman. He was the host of the Catholic Answers live show at the time, right? And then the next day, they offered to fly me out to do a full interview. And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. And so it was my first time ever going to California. They flew me out, and I spent the day with them. We showed me around the entire um, work office place. And then I sat through the radio show. And then at the end of the day, he's, Darren sat me in his office, and he offered me the position of audio engineer for Catholic Answers. And I had to accept or decline it. And what would you say? 
I accept. What? Yeah, Are you kidding me? I did accept it. Oh my it. gosh, I had no idea. And I I'm know. In the Catholic Answers Live Radio Studio with you right now. I know. <laughs> Look where we're at now. And then it's crazy because just a month later, I had to pack up all my stuff and drive across the country. It took one day to get out of Texas, and then the other day to get to San Diego, California, and I moved into my one-bed, one-bath apartment off 2nd Street in El Cajon, California. Wow. Yeah, so it's been pretty crazy. That has been crazy. It's been a crazy ride. And then three, you know, just a little quick life, fast forward. Three months later, I asked my girlfriend to marry me. A year later, uh, we got married. And then a month after being married, we found out that she was pregnant. And then we had a child nine months after that, a beautiful daughter, Camila. And then two years after that, we are pregnant again. She's pregnant again with our son, Dominic. And now I am here in the studios of Catholic Answers Live producing slogs and podcasts for everyone to hear and to learn more and more about audio. Wow. And all things audio. Cool. That's super cool. Wow, Nick, I just like learned so much about you. It was just like, a, I feel like I skipped a lot of things in my life. Well, I mean, <laughs> it would be hard to talk about all yeah. of your years of your life yeah. within yeah. a short amount of time. But I think it's pretty cool, and I think everybody will be able to understand your life and where you come from and how professional you are <laughs> and how much experience you really have. Because sometimes it's, it, it, I don't know, like seeing you sit down behind the board every day, mm. it's like, oh man, Nick's just doing his job. And nobody Doodling really understands <laughs> like what it took you to get to, to this get point. To get to that point, you yeah. Know? Like it wasn't an easy journey. No, there was a lot of, you know, sad days, happy days, tearful days, joyful days. Mm-hmm. I got ran over by a car once. Oh yeah, that was a sad story. Fourth grade, my my dad backed over me with a minivan full of people. Luckily, the car just went over my legs and not my waist or my head or my chest. That might have hurt me some more. I remember you telling me that <laughs> like a year ago, telling me that story. And then we had another girl in the radio studio with us who started crying. And I was like, felt so bad because I was laughing. And she felt so sad. For me. No, okay. Sorry, dad, for telling that story. I just thought it was appropriate for that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm pretty impressed with all the things that you've done, Nick, and I'm excited to continue working with you because you're yeah. pretty good at what you do. Yep. Thanks, Brandon. I pretty much picked audio as my career, Yeah. right? So it's my goal now to learn as much as I can about it, and I need to start drumming again. My drums are over there in the office. Like You 10, 100% need to start drumming again. All right. So everyone, I'm going to start drumming again. I'm going to make some more music. I'm going to learn more about audio, and I'm going to help everyone out who's listening with all audio-related things. So yeah. stay tuned. And Nick is going to start recording his drums and posting them once a week on his website. What? That would be sick. Okay. Yep, he's going to do it. Little things. Yep, okay. he's going to do it. All right, thanks, Brandon. All right, thanks, Nick. Thanks for having me on today. It was a pleasure. Thanks for flying me out here and yeah, letting me listen to your life. And, yeah, that's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, you can fly me back to El Cajon. Still in El Cajon. Yeah, that's we're still in El Cajon. Um, Man. Yeah. All right, everyone. Also, check out you know my social media on Instagram. Oh, do you have a comment of the week? Oh, I have a like of the week. You have a like of the week? I let's have a like of the week. Okay. All right, let's hear it. All right, so I'm going to open up my um, Instagram. Okay, Nick is opening up his Instagram and deleting pauses and spaces. You're going to like this one, Brandon. I am really going to okay, like this Okay, so one. I got a like today from someone named... Do-do-do-do. Okay. Do-do-do-do. His uh, Instagram handle is 
G. Goodwin. His name is Garrett Goodwin, right? Okay, Garrett Goodwin. And so I looked I remember up Garrett. Garrett Goodwin, and his bio says, drummer for at Carrie Underwood. Wow. What? The drummer of Carrie Underwood liked one of my posts. What did you say Sick. to him? Um, I haven't said anything yet. Or what, what post did he like? Oh, it was a post of me posting a drum set, my drum set, and I said, drummer's perspective or audience perspective? How ah. do you like to mix it? And how do you like to mix it? I like to mix it drummer's perspective. Nice. Other people do not. They like to listen to it. Like um, they're out, like they're out in, listening to in it. the crowd, yeah. All right, well, that's what makes you different. I am different. Okay, thanks, Brandon. Okay, thanks, Nick. Everyone stay tuned for next week's episode. It's going to be, you know, fun and exciting, and I hope you all learn something more. All right. Peace out. Peace out. Good night. Bye, Mom. Bye, Dad. Bye. Bye, sis. Love you. Love Bye. You Bye. Thanks.